Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Our follower account is uh, pretty low, so, you know, whatever you can do to uh, pump that up would be great. We would highly appreciate it. Uh, preferably real accounts, not bots. And also, once you've, uh, you know, spent an hour... Uh, you know, creating an account and doing that and then making 30 bot accounts to also follow us, you should then go and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Then tell your friends about it. And with that, today we are rewinding Season 5, Episode 5 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. titled Rewind, which originally premiered December 22nd of 2017. Which, fun fact, the very last MCU-related thing that we will be rewinding from the year 2017. All right, and here's our rundown of the episode in uh, indeterminate amount of time. Shortly after the others are taken from the diner, Fitz is taken into military custody and interrogated by General Hale and some other military uh, personnel who I never wrote down their names about the, uh, the rest of the Shieldies' whereabouts, as well as their involvement in the shooting of General Talbot and the deaths of Mace and Radcliffe. For the next six months, Fitz watches soccer and tries to help the military locate the rest of the Shieldies, but he fails. Hunter arrives and helps Fitz escape from that facility and tracks down Enoch, the space robot who took the others. Enoch uh, explains that a prophecy foretold uh, the events and takes him to meet Robin, an inhuman child who can tell the future through her drawings. Or tells the future and then draws him. I don't know how the power works. Enoch helps them avoid the military by uh, taking them to a secret bunker where Fitz learns uh, that he was left behind so he could save the team. Determined to help them, Fitz and Hunter break back into that military facility that they escaped from earlier to find Enoch's cryogenic pod, and they also find all their old shield tech uh, not being dissected or anything for use by the military, including the Zephyr, which they use to escape. Using the pod, Fitz uh, uh, is put to sleep for the next 74 years and is awakened by Enoch, who prepares him for his arrival at the lighthouse. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's what I was waiting for. Come on. Sorry, you know, it just didn't feel like a dun-dun-dun moment, but I, I just I forgot that okay. we always have prepare, to do that. Prepare, no, prepares him for acting like a ruthless criminal at the lighthouse. Dun-dun-dun. <gasps> thank you. All right, good. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do? You didn't see that coming? Uh, what you got, Al? All right. I do have one. Um, okay. So at some point in this episode, like after escaping from prison, Earthfits looks at uh, some news articles saying that the manhunt is still going on for the Shieldies, which includes names, right? You know, like Daisy Quake Johnson and uh, Phil Coulson and uh, basically the entire team, right? Melinda May, et cetera, et cetera. 
if Cap and other people didn't know Coulson was alive before, <laughs> they know now because this is like all over the news that Shield has been dissolved yet again. Like that, mm-hmm. was, I, I paused and like skimmed those articles. There was there were multiple. So like now, I'm pretty sure we can say definitively that Cap knows Coulson is alive. Yes. Well, at least Tony knows Coulson is alive. Cap is still on the run. Do you think he's checking uh, Twitter every day? I, it, I'm i sure he saw something. Like okay. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. going up and then um, like less than a year later being dissolved. That's got to make headlines. And then this whole weird thing about Talbot, you know, some, you know, someone from S.H.I.E.L.D. breaking in and shooting. Uh, I, yeah, general. I don't know. Was Talbot a general yet? Or he yeah, was he general. Was okay. general. I, all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that made the general zeitgeist of people talking about it. Like, uh, pretty sure someone told Cap. Maybe, maybe that's like a normal spy thing that uh, that Natasha notices, and then yeah. she like sent Cap the link or whatever. Yeah, he was like, "I still don't know how links work. Can you just show me?" And then she just gave him her phone. <laughs> No, I mean, Sam comes over and does it for him, obviously. Ah, yeah, that okay, you're right, yeah. that makes more sense. On his left, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All That's gotta right. be, like, a recurring joke between it, like, every time, any time, like, he needs to do something to help or beat Cap, <laughs> it's always like, hey, yep, uh, by the way, I'm gonna be on your left here, yep. clicking this link for you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, is Sam left-handed? I've never noticed. I know definitively Bucky isn't because they say it in Falcon the Winter Soldier, but I don't know about Sam. Uh, that's a good point. I have yeah. absolutely no idea. I would assume he is not because he throws his shield with the right hand. Ah, uh, that's true. All right. Uh, going on to our title. Um, it's called Rewind for two reasons. The first is obviously we re- rewind to what happened to Fitz following the f- finale. And this is a tribute to the massively popular podcast that started also in 2017, MCU Rewind. Um, it's good that they called us out. I was really appreciative of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. We've got uh, General Hale. Uh, not from the comics. She's played by Catherine Dent. Uh, and she's been in a couple things. Most notably, she played an agent looking after going after the Terminators in Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's really hard for me to say. <laughs> and she was a series regular in the show The Shield. So another Shield show. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, we've got the Chromacons. Uh, the Chromacons are based on the Chrono Monitors. From the who worked for the TVA in uh, who have premiered in Fantastic Four number 353 back in June of 1991. Uh, the Chronicoms were machines who monitored different timelines, so different from the MCU TVA, and they were the ones who decided if an event was big enough that they were the ones who decided to split the timeline, like. Cool. Yeah, like famously, from in my mind, I think of the Age of Apocalypse as its own timeline, but I'm not sure if there was time travel involved in it. So like, there's no reason for them to have a separate timeline. So it's just like they decide, well, if event was big enough, 
that it's its own timeline. Or I think Civil War in the Secret Wars crossover had its own timeline when there really wasn't time travel involved in that. So yeah, they're the ones who decided that in within the the Marvel comics, not the MCU. Oh, interesting. So they just like, yeah, it would be, it, it's probably really bad if this thing happens. We're still going to let it happen because it exists in its own timeline, but we're also going to split it and like do a thing. We're going to interfere and make it not happen. So, so now they both have and have not happened. Well, it's more of like, yeah, it's more like, wow, that war between Cap and uh, Tony was crazy. Can't believe Cap, spoilers for the comic, Cap surrendered and eventually got assassinated. But what if he kept fighting forever? And then they make their own timeline of that. Mm, okay, yeah. got it. Yep. Um, we see an awesome uh, moment of spies uh, blending in when Fitz wears a baseball cap and hides <laughs> in the park. <laughs> Can't not call that out. Um, and then finally we get a couple, like we get a lot of movie reference. Well, we get three major movie references in this. Mm. Um, uh, they say, beam me at Scotty, Star Trek. Uh, when Fitz is frozen, <laughs> a hunter says, I love you. And Fitz says, I know. So Empire Strikes Back. And the one you might not have got was their code names. Hunter and Fitz's code names when they go into the military base are hunt are Peltzer and Futterman, and they're two of the main characters from the movie Grem Gremlins. Oh, cool. Yeah. Are those yeah. the last names, or are those like the first names of those characters in the Gremlins? <laughs> um, Peltzer was the last name. Futterman, strangely enough, first name. Uh, huh. Also last name. His name was Futterman, J. Futterman. Uh, oh, okay. Got it. So like Mario. Yes. Except for Mario's middle name is obviously Mario. Well, uh, yes, obviously. Mario, Mario, Mario. And then Luigi, Mario, Mario. Yep. Um, I have a friend, and he's never going to hear this, uh, so I have no problem saying his real full name. His name is uh, Vang Meng Yang. And I thought that was wonderful every time I called him by his full name. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... So I've got like a hundred notes for Fitz and three for Hunter. So who should we start with? Well, obviously we should start with Bobby, who's not around, so we can move past her. Um, let's let's start with with Earth Fitz. So, okay. Yeah, and then and at some point Hunter will come in, so we'll like mix in the two. But you know, it, it starts with him, really. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, I like how it was pretty quick for him to realize that the weird sound had something to do with the, mm -hmm. the disappearance of the rest of the shieldies. Um, so he he spends basically six months researching sounds. Yeah, I was actually wondering about that weird sound because it seems to have paralyzed everybody, and then 
let them back in it. Is it back like notice time again, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um is it an advanced version of the technology that Tony creates in Iron Man One? That kind of paralysis, except for it also disrupts your memory. I mean, maybe, yeah. Um, Same principle. I, I, also, maybe. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. Like, it, it's it definitely seems to be developed by a more advanced technology than what exists on Earth at the time. Um, yeah. So I, I just assume it's something. Then again, I have absolutely no idea where Enoch gets things. His wonderful toys. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, he. He has his his spaceship, which we see mm-hmm. was taken, so he doesn't have it, and so, so this cool sound thing maybe, maybe it was actually developed by Shield, like better developed, or sorry, not by Shield, by uh, by Tony Stark, like uh, Stark Industries, and then, and then like what we saw in the first Iron Man was yeah, this is initial version, and then mm-hmm. it just kept getting updated and they still never sold it but they're like yeah why not let's just throw keep throwing a couple million at it every year yeah my thought would be more of a this existed enoch found out it existed and improved it that makes sense too yeah i yeah. guess we have no idea what level of sophistication he has on creating technology or like improving mm-hmm. technology like we don't know what he knows in re- regards to that yeah. But then again, if his job as a alien is to monitor Earth, monitor a planet, then mm-hmm. maybe he knows a lot of stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about him later, but he is a space robot. So mm-hmm. space robot who is familiar and I don't know how familiar he is with time travel, uh, but he's not phased by it, at least. <laughs> that's true but we don't see a lot of emotions from him that's true yeah he Come could on. be freaking out 24 7 we don't know <laughs> he probably is if you psychically linked with uh enoch he's just screaming on the top of his uh alien robot lungs in his mind yeah. all the time yeah yeah exactly i mean i'm imagining one of those like deadpan this is my scared face kind of kind of reactions yeah well hopefully We'll get more of him. I don't know if he sticks around. I do know if he sticks around, but I'm not spoiling it for you, listeners. I know what you want. Spoilers. You can just look at Wikipedia. <laughs> or just watch more episodes. No, like we, they have to watch one it with of these us. a week. <laughs> <laughs> you can easily just watch like one a day. There you go. You'll you know how excited you know how excited our listeners are for Black Panther when we get there in like five weeks. They haven't watched it yet because they've been waiting for us. Oh, I have, I have, I have some bad news about the future of, of uh, Black Panther. But okay, <laughs> gonna gonna not spoil <laughs> right. that one. Uh, yeah, um, let's see. Uh, where? Oh, yeah. So yeah, Fitz is arrested. I like he takes the um. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Defense, where he's like not responsible for Talbot. But he's definitely responsible for killing Mace. Even though, like, it wasn't really him. He was killed by Leopold. 
uh, right, but he yeah it, he did it right. I mean, I, th- I think we talked about this at the mm-hmm. end of last season because he he was affected by it immediately after coming out of the framework, and like we said, it's been like two days since he got out, so it makes sense yeah. that he's still feeling really bad about it. Like, and it was him. Yeah, it was a different uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I think they even said it even last season that it's still them, but different life, like different choices. backgrounds. Yeah, like yeah. choices, right? Or different events that happen in life that led them to to do things. I mean, we debated the hell out of that too. Like, well, hold on, how many of these things were really different? And mm-hmm. yeah, and then also, said, yeah, how many? Like we talked about this, how many changes can you make to a person before they're not the same person anymore? Yeah, the ship of Theseus, but as a person. Yep, I was actually I the same thing was going through my mind was the ship of Theseus. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we do this podcast together. Um, I also like how they bring up uh his brain damage and uh the effects of the framework. Uh, he thinks it might have caused him to become schizophrenic and not remember him like murdering the Shieldies or doing something to them. But it's like that reference to the events of season one that, you know, most people have forgotten about. But yeah, yeah, this is going to affect, it might affect him more because he already has massive trauma to his brain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I Um, mean, as far as we know, he's fully healed, but maybe not. I I have no idea. Yeah, and also the brain, you know... (laughs) This is an understatement to say it's really complicated. So who knows what's still affected and what's healed, quote unquote. Yes. However, using comic book logic, he is perfectly fine until they need he's him not. To, yeah, they need him to not. Yeah. I mean, if we they, he just got Aldrich Killian's brain holographic technology, be able to figure out what's wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Yep. Aldrich Killian's exploded. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he goes through an under- endless loop of research and uh, working out and watching soccer. Um, and then, yeah, he sends... Does he send a code through the machine? Or through the letters? Or is it just like... Well, he must have, right? Because Hunter wouldn't have known where to find him. I, oh god i i have no idea well no because okay my theory is no he didn't send any actual code he just wrote it in a way that hunter would be able to tell that it was written by leo by Earthfits. yeah so it's not encoded but they have a code to each other so it's like even yeah it's not like the first letter or the third letter of each line says of something it's more of a right. Hey, we know that this word means this. Mm-hmm. Stuff like yeah. that. Also, it could just be like the name. It's un- oh no, it's not that. Well, no, no, they changed the name. It's yes, right. They did change it because it was still a name there. So yeah, so it has to be the the content of the the letter. Yeah, um, but also yeah, it can't have been encoded because even Fitz didn't know where he was. Like Hunter had to figure that out himself. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's just like I'm captured by military the u.s military find me mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
I was so mad watching this episode because I paused it multiple t- times trying to count the monkeys. <laughs> I figured out there's 210 monkeys, unpaused it, and the woman says they were there for six months, which is a, which is not accurate to the amount of monkeys I counted, <laughs> because 210 days is seven months, and that's how many monkeys there were. Maybe, maybe the person who was in that cell before Fitz started it, and he yep. just decided to keep it going. Yeah, um, I'm also surprised. That's another reference from earlier seasons where Fitz wanted a monkey and it brought up all the time and as more and more terrible things happened less and less jokey monkey time happened so he still wants a monkey (laughs) also in the comics Fitz has a monkey or at least did in the two arcs I read of the shield comics Mm -hmm. yeah he's he's living the dream that that fits yeah yeah he is Except maybe not. I don't know. I don't know which is a worse world to live in, comics or the MCU. Guys, the MCU is a worse world to live in because, like, Tony died, and Rhodey's paralyzed, even though he can walk ish, and like terrible things happen, and they're permanent. In the MCU, they could be undone, or in the comics, they could be undone much easier. Ah, that's fair. Okay, yeah, yeah, yep. All right, all right. Um, did I scroll down too far? Okay, back to the <laughs> two hundred ten monkeys. Yep, all right. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hunter times it really well. Um, they're about to take away his TV and put him. I mean, in the same place, but without his TV and his books forever. When Lance Hunter Avocado at Law shows up. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. <laughs> now we, we there are a surprising amount of lawyers in, in the MCU, I gotta say. Just I mean, I know there aren't a lot, but you know, the, we have one dedicated show that got three seasons, four next year. And then mm-hmm. uh, you know, plus She-Hulk right now, and then we've got this this guy, Hunter, lawyer hunter, attorney yeah. hunter. Attorney. Hunter. I mean, isn't a lawyer and attorney the same thing? Like an attorney is a type of lawyer. Uh, that's true. Yeah, an attorney, an attorney represents you in court. Is the okay. difference? So, so maybe not. Yeah, maybe he's just maybe he's a lawyer. Anyway, oh, yeah, I don't think he's really an attorney or a lawyer. <laughs> well, that's. I don't know. We haven't seen him in a few years. He, he he's just hanging out with Bobby. Maybe he needed no, like. A, we get we get a little bit of what he's been doing in Most Wanted, that show that they made a pilot and never picked up. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Um. Never get. Yeah. That. Oh well. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. So actually, just before um, Hunter walks in, mm-hmm. um, I do like how Earthfits actually did figure out exactly what happened. He said, "You know, after all this time, the only thing I can think of is." they were abducted by aliens and he was right he kind of i i mean okay true but i i honestly like he was way closer than he thought he was <laughs> oh yes yes he was but i'm curious if he had an actual like obviously he didn't think that was the real thing but did he did he think like well i've already re- eliminated all these other things what if it is this what if he spent like of those six months, he spent like a week thinking, okay, this is a possibility. 
and like did whatever research on it he could. Yeah. And I don't know, like his expression is like, it's something so ridiculous. Hell, they were abducted by aliens. There has been a Chitauri invasion. They've dealt with the Kree and Hive. And <laughs> Simmons has been on another world for however many months. Mm-hmm. It's not ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. They've also dealt with Asgardians multiple oh, yeah. times. That's true. I forgot about the Asgardians. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's like, that is not out of the question. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially considering that as a team, they deal with aliens at least once a season. Yes, this is completely yeah. true. Earth season, so you know, not like TV <laughs> like, shows. That'd be weird. Like, no, they like don't measure w- it in that. Yeah. Once in autumn, once in winter, once in summer, yeah, once yeah. in spring. Well, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, basically once every calendar quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah. that's actually true. So I'm like, you're right. The only thing that would be outlandish to him is time travel. Because <laughs> that has yeah. not been seen as far as, like, no one knows about time travel yet. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time, I think, that time travel has shown up in the MCU, right? I believe we had so. The, yeah, we had the very, very oh. little bit in Doctor Strange, the season of The Runaways. but Oh, and Doctor Strange, but rewinding time. Oh, yeah, that's right. But Fitz is not aware of either of those occurrences. As far as we know, but yes, that's true. Um, So, yeah, so um, Lance Hunter Avocado at Law blows out a wall. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> okay, so this guy, Rusty, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, crashes the right, helicopter. So we- oh, go ahead. Okay. I, I was going to stop you, but you've already started on Rusty. So let's, let's go with Rusty. Um, Rusty's plan was to um, distract everybody with a helicopter, right? While uh-huh. they escaped to the Winnebago. Is that Winnebago or mobile home? Whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I have a theory that Rusty took the money and ran and like uh, parachuted out of the helicopter. And didn't actually die in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll never know. But that very well could be what happened. Um, I mean, how do you really distract a military prison base like that? Like, you're not getting out alive. They've got... They probably, at a minimum, have some sort of anti-air weaponry. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Like, that's why it... Uh, crashed so easily. Yeah, okay. And I'm wondering if like Lance paid up front, bunch like a bunch of other stuff they were supposed to get, and then he was like, "Nope, I'll, I'll sacrifice this old helicopter and this old uh mobile home, and then I'm just just getting rid of Lance for the rest of my life." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure. Um, you know, eventually, obviously, we will get the uh, Marvel's Most Wanted TV show. And we will see that Rusty's Rusty the main character. And, well, he he's a main character, right? He's probably like you know, season one. They he's like kind of a side character, but season two, he basically becomes a series regular. Um, and uh, we see like uh, Hunter is always like trying to get more stuff out of uh, Rusty, and then Rusty keeps coming through for him. So he's like, hey, we we need this. And Rusty's like, I don't I don't know if I'll be able to get that. 
oh, and you want it tomorrow? Oh, that's definitely not going to happen. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> and then it's he's just like, Hunter is just like a problematic customer for him. So this is his final like goodbye kind of thing. Yeah. Until Maybe. he like resigns his contract and then he shows up again in season four, which. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's Rusty is um, the, is like the dumber younger brother of uh, who was Natasha's guy in Black Widow. <laughs> yeah i was i was trying to remember his name there's no way i'm gonna remember his name yeah i'm not gonna remember his name either, uh, but, but you yeah. know who i'm talking about yeah exactly yeah the, the the guy who got stuck for her yeah yeah um so yeah they escape uh in the mobile home or quote unquote escape they are being followed but yeah mm-hmm. um and then they check out the surveillance footage they're having Fitz research for six months trying to figure out what happened. And he has never seen the surveillance footage once. Because <laughs> he yeah. figured it out in like less than a minute. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because like... Well, I, I mean, okay, the... the y- yes, they should have let him at least look at it. Like, what's he going to do? Escape? Ha. Huh. I mean, right. That's the last thing on their minds, right? They, mm-hmm. they don't think he'll ever escape. But, um, like, it makes sense that it fooled the other people. They were they were looking around, and they just couldn't find the beer delivery truck. So, they give up after yep. that, right? Like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And this is another thing. In the world of the MCU, a, lo- a logo-changing truck isn't that crazy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, in the world of the real world, I mean, I know we're not exactly there yet, but I would not be shocked if something like that happened. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, these military people are very short-sighted, or narrow-minded. That's more like it. <laughs> yeah, narrow-minded just makes a lot of sense for, for that, right? Like, you... It, they they weren't really i don't think They're they were trying shieldies. that hard yeah yeah exactly not shieldies but like yeah it it makes sense because you you look at that and you're like ah there's the truck nope that's a different truck ah there's the truck no it's a different truck you know it's weird how i keep seeing where the truck would be you know based off of these cameras and it's always a different truck maybe yep. maybe there's something that links these together what's the common denominator like someone should have eventually figured that out yeah. But they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't let the literally smartest man that they probably have look at it. Yep, exactly. Um. So instead, they do find the truck and or find somehow they find Enoch. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't say, but maybe it was who owned the truck who who had it registered. <laughs> it's literally under his name. Enoch, yeah. just Enoch, no yeah. last name or first like, name. Like Wong or Madonna. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, it shows them the video, the camera they handily had to record all the Shieldies Go to the Future. And mm-hmm. yeah, and they go to see the Seer. Who, mm-hmm. yeah, tells them that he's supposed to go to the future to save them. But 
not with them. Uh, yeah, and she she draws what she sees. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, another thing pulled out from one episode two years or two episodes two years prior. Uh, this kid of this guy who can tell the future of people's deaths. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's it's a reminder of how good this show is at mm-hmm. just self-referencing. Yeah, um, which is cool. Uh, on the other hard hand, like if you don't remember because it was two years ago before this episode aired, like there's no way you remember that, yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, I mean, I assume it you, was you on the previously it. on uh, that I skip when I watch these shows. Yeah, I I think I don't remember if I skipped it or not. I can't remember. Um, yeah. But but there's there's a good question, right? Like, is that something you put in there? Because that having it like putting that episode where you have the guy who sees the future stuff, like, do you put that in there? Because that's yeah. it feels like that's going to ruin something. Like, oh, okay, well, time travel, seeing the future. Okay, well, that's oh, cool. That's the thing I'm about to watch in this episode. Or do you just wait for when Fitz says the explanation like oh hey this is oh I, I knew I knew her dad and he blah 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 and then, you know, then he died etc yeah I think well from my a lot of time watching like Lost back in the day uh, <laughs> and they were both on ABC and had some of I assume some of the same people uh, work on both shows just because they're ABC network shows um mm-hmm. They would spoil it. I mean, I remember watching it and being like, oh, well, they're going to have this character reappear because he was in the previously on. Um, So I'm sure it was on the previously on. And yes, it did ruin it. (laughs) All right. Well, I. I have a little more faith because this is a good show, but okay, All right. I still love Lost. (laughs) Okay. Shut your mouth. Um, I. Yeah, I think for the people who do the previously on, it's not the showrunners, obviously. It's probably not uh, Jed uh, Whedon and Marissa Chancheron. I can never say her name correctly, so I apologize for that. Uh, It's probably just some editors. uh, And I think it's it's more important that people understand the story than being surprised 25 minutes into the episode. Because either way, in 25 minutes, they're not going to... The surprise will be over. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, it's it's probably a, like an, an outsourced thing. Um, mm-hmm. Although someone has to write it, right? Someone has to know like, hey, what's going to be in this? So like, yeah, I mean, the, like, the writer who says which scene to grab. I mean, there's got to be some. I mean, I don't know. There, I think there's probably someone who some script editor or something who gives some cliff notes to some outsourced company like we need this this and this the audience needs to know these things to understand the story uh you'll find it in season three episode 10 or whatever it is okay i guess i always assume that they had more control of that kind of thing versus something like like a a movie trailer right movie trailer it's that is completely outsourced they just send Mm -hmm. over a, a bunch of film not everything but like it can be if they if the studio really doesn't care like yeah here's the entire movie yeah chop it up however you want Yes, and they do it. Mm-hmm. I think I just have this is just probably my biases thinking that network TV cares less 
than an HBO or Disney Plus nowadays. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I guess I, I'm coming from the opposite of the people making it have a little more control of what goes into that. And so, like, I guess really it just comes down to luck of the draw, right? Like, depending on the show that you're on, maybe. Yeah. And then how important the that. previously okay. on is. Because, like, True. the previously on of WandaVision actually had Easter eggs in it because it was, like, her enthusiasm when she said previously on. But uh-huh. also, I don't want to spoil it, but the, um, a episode of uh, She-Hulk recently had, like, a previously on joke and kind of did a previously on in the middle of the episode because she could break the fourth wall. So it's like, that's why I say, like, Disney Plus or thinking about House of the Dragon, HBO Max probably has more control over it than this 24 episode long season of the show that frankly was always on the cusp of being canceled every year. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So like I said, I I guess it really just depends on, on the show itself. Yep. Um, But yeah. So, I mean, while we've been talking about this just for the hell of it, I did decide to pull up Disney plus like, all right, we'll just, Let's let's settle this because we don't remember. So okay. let me watch the intro uh, and see like what they reference. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm monologuing right now, going along because I it took me way too long to pull it up. So I'm watching it as I'm saying this and talking, and it's almost there. I think I'll know the answer in like five seconds. Tony, feel free to edit all of this out when you get rid of it. But I think we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the previously on just ended, and no, they did not uh, no. call that out. Yeah, it was a complete surprise. Middle of the episode. Okay. I'm glad we spent like six minutes talking about this, and then we could have just done that. But all right. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I don't um, know. Where we were. <laughs> oh, we were talking about uh, Robin, the little girl who could tell the future. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, we've got some stuff with Enoch and Robin, who I will, I think. Frankly, I put both of them in guy the chair. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they decide they need to get his capsule that, after thirty thousand years, probably still works. Uh, well, and... you know, it it really comes down to build quality, and yeah. uh, they're the 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 chronotons. I, I forget this every single chronotons. Uh, God, chronotons. even when I was watching this show, hmm? oh, chronotons are what can send you back in time in uh, Star Trek. They're like, oh, okay, special type of molecule. Gotcha. Yeah, the the chronocoms. I I forgot that every single time. Uh, when I remember watching this show week to week, and like halfway through an episode, I remember thinking, "What's it called again?" Oh, okay, chronocom. All right, uh, space robot. Yeah, space robot. All right. Um watching space robots they're not the watchers or anything like that but yeah no. um, yeah anyway uh yeah you know chronicoms they just make uh better better equipment mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. good build quality on things yeah, yeah. Thirty thousand years mm-hmm. yep and yeah and they find out that it's uh being held in the place that they just left from the what is it called the blue raven ridge military base how convenient for the set designers Ugh. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. i gotta say oh go ahead 
Oh no, no, go ahead. I didn't have anything. Uh, I love their plan to to distract everybody way better than the helicopter is the ferrets. <laughs> yeah, makes sense, I guess. Um, I'm glad that they explained it because I didn't fully understand. I was thinking maybe they should have brought more than two, but okay, I guess. I guess that's good. All right. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, I don't know if their mind would directly go to this is uh, Fitz and his lawyer. But if it does, it makes sense that there's two of them because the thing is like there are two people trying to infiltrate. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Or it's just two people. I mean, it could just be two people breaking in. That's true. Um, yeah, but they find it um, relatively easily uh, along with the Zephyr One and all their shield stuff, including Icers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and probably somewhere inside of that ship, Lola. We have no oh, idea where Lola is. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. It would be so bad if Lola got crushed when the... Um, when uh, Daisy took down the entire facility. Oh, that would that would be so sad. You know, I wonder if we've seen Lola since. I honestly don't know. But my thing is, there's a lot of shield tech the military obviously doesn't have access to. Why is it still in mothballs in their thing instead of them trying to like replicate the icer or replicate Fitz's mini lightsaber they use in Winter Soldier, or that <laughs> um, their stealth technology. Um, I have a theory, but it is spoilers for things, so I'm not going to say. Okay. Um, but I I would think that they are researching things that they care about. Okay. I'm curious I mean, to hear what it is. Okay, sure. I think... Icers are we'll do really... Another... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Icers are really, uh, like... Useful technology. <laughs> oh, I agree. Um, okay, let's let's do another spoiler ending to the episode, and then okay. I'll say what I think it is. All right, I need to make a spoilers. Um, I spent like twenty minutes trying to find like them saying spoilers in the MCU, and I could not find anything. So, <laughs> did not have a spoiler sound effect on season one of, or season five, episode one, because I couldn't find anything. But maybe just, next just, time. Just get River Song, I guess. I don't know. That's like the. the I know that's where my mind goes. Yep. So yeah, they blast out um, using the Zephyr one, Mm -hmm. and uh, get back to the lighthouse and freeze Fitz and put a lot of shield tech. I like the shield tech that he chooses. Like they have some useful stuff and a shotgun axe and Coulson's arm. Coulson's arm is really useful. Shotgun axe when you have other weapons. It's not the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, it's it's still effective. It's what the team knows how to use. So yeah, I one thing I feel sorry about the show Agents of Shield. What I feel sh- sorry for is they keep trying to make like Lola and the shotgun axe iconic, and it never <laughs> really works. I really? love it. I know oh. I love it, and this like deep Shield fans love it, but. If someone sees Lola, it's not like what what's a good example? The Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. An no. 
You're like you don't. Yeah, see maybe that. maybe in the Aston Martin. Maybe in Aston Martin yeah. is like if I've never seen a James Bond movie, I would still associate that with James Bond, or yeah. a Martini even. If someone has never seen Agents of Shield and you see a car like Lola, cool car, not iconic to Agents of Shield. That's true because it also just doesn't look like a different car. I mean, it looks it looks cool, definitely like what you said, but I mean. I think also, unfortunately, to be fair, it wasn't a super popular show. Yeah, yeah so, I agree. Like, as awesome of a show as it was, that first season, I think, really hurt it. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why we are the premier podcast in covering Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other MCU tangential shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, they freeze them. And he wakes up in 2091. Yeah, Yay, 365 thanks. million miles away from the lighthouse. I don't know why we needed that fact, but we got it. I'm right, finding out. <laughs> okay. If, if well, there's while... a planet. They're by Jupiter. Jupiter is oh, exactly okay. 365 million miles away. Okay. All well, right, not cool. exactly, because orbits. Give or take 20 miles. But okay, all right. Um, you know, I, I kind of wish that they showed a little bit more of Fitz planning for what to do to help the Shieldies. Like, it really mm-hmm. just kind of felt like, like, all right, this, the episode's over. Fitz is getting in the cryo chamber. Like, so he'll he'll put some guns in places. But yeah, and and to be fair, I know he can't really plan for seventy years in the future uh, because he has absolutely no idea what things will be like. But uh-huh. I feel like. I feel like they could have done something to show, like maybe he spent a day or two days thinking up a plan or or something to that effect, like getting ready. Other than well, just, yeah, I'm gonna put some guns in the wall. Well, yeah, but also like Enoch has a plan. Seventy five years later, seventy four years later, True. and he has the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the time, and they've got a couple of days till they get to the lighthouse because they're by Jupiter. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Enoch does have enough time to fill in fits, which is what we see at the start of next week's episode. Like that, that happens. But um, yeah, it just felt it for some reason that specifically just felt a little rushed to me. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else for uh, Earth fits? No, no. That was it. We covered everything that I wanted to say about him too. All right. Uh, one note for Hunter. Did mm-hmm. Hunter and Bobby fight the hand? <laughs> uh, what, what are you referencing? What did I miss? Uh, Bobby, or he said that, like, they were talking about what they've been up to, and just like, he and Bobby uh, were good, like, what, 50% of the time or something like that. Uh, it was really nice when we fought ninjas. Or something oh, like that. that's right. Yeah. Oh, until the ninjas. Until the ninjas. Until the ninjas. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she died and got resurrected. And now mm-hmm. things are really weird between the two of them, because uh, <laughs> he doesn't, she doesn't remember him, and she's being controlled by Sigourney Weaver. It's yeah, really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there's got to be at least one other ninja clan in Marvel, right? I, I can, I can only think of the hand. Also, I mean, the foot, but that's not really Marvel. No, I mean, there's uh, the Ten Rings. Oh yeah, are they are they really a, a ninja organization? I guess I wouldn't think of that for them. I mean, considering like, what we see, but no, you're right. We do see yeah the way yeah okay all right yeah. 
All yeah, his well, henchmen maybe... are ninjas. Okay. Well, maybe we did. Maybe maybe they showed up too and and fought them. Yeah, they they could have fought any number of of ninjas. Mm-hmm. That's true. And there's probably more ninjas out there. Who knows? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I do like also that at the end, Hunter says that uh, he and Bobby will take care of the Hintons, right? The the mm-hmm. uh, Robin and and her mom. Uh, I didn't write down their first names. Uh, well, I guess you know Robin's Robin. name. <laughs> but but yeah, so like okay, cool. So Hunter's story kind of gets a little bit wrapped up in that sense why he's gone and we'll never see him again. And the uh, stuff with the Hintons, like okay, cool. So we're yep. good there. Yeah. Uh, also, quick note about Hunter. I completely forgot his name. Obviously, recognized him immediately, but forgot his name because I'm bad at names. And it took way too long for them to say his name in this show. Mm-hmm. So I had to look it up on IMDb, and like, I think I waited like 20 minutes after he oh, wow. showed up. Yeah, because it's like a what is it, 42 minutes, and he shows up in like at least minute 10. Mm-hmm. So it, I waited a while, <laughs> and then, and then I just went to IMDb. Yeah. I wouldn't have waited long, although I knew his name. That's fair. Uh, the other possibility is that they did say it, and I just wasn't paying attention. That also could have happened. I mean, they have English accents. You might not have noticed. That's true, yeah. Right. Are we done talking about our heroes? Yes, we are. All right, then <clears throat> let's, uh, let's take a quick break, then we'll come back. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, riddle me this. What are we always escaping and yet can never escape? Escape rooms? <laughs> exactly. The present. Right now. You're in now, now. Want to go back to then? You can't. Why not? Because you missed it. Just now. You can't go back in time, but you can speed up your travel to the future. You can go to then. Do you want then to be now? You can make it happen with the Cryo Chamber 4022. With the Cryo Chamber 4022, you can make then be now. And soon. How soon? Very soon. To you, at least. Time will move normally for everyone else, but not for you. You'll be then, soon, as soon as snapping your fingers. And if you don't know how to snap, don't worry. It's not a requirement. The Cryo Chamber 4022 will freeze you in a stasis pod for up to 200 years. The tech works longer, but it's like a safety feature in case the company goes out of business and no one's around to open you up. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get free priority dethawing. It'll bring your dethawing window down to about six months uh, instead of the usual two-year window. They're not very efficient, even in the future. Two things. First mm-hmm. of all, that might be one of my your top five uh, ad bits. Oh, well, um, thank you. Yeah, I, I love wordplay. Um, oh, I'm an easy mark. <laughs> uh, also, did you get? I'm, oh, sorry. Good. What? No, no, go ahead. I, I, you might be saying the thing I would ask. So. Oh no, the other thing was I'm always surprised that Fry was uh, survived a thousand years and multiple apocalypses, and the company was still in business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it. I mean, yes, it was a business, but like, also that one just opened for him. Uh, did you get the reference that I made there, with the when will then be now? Now. 
No, I did not. Oh, that was from Spaceballs. I have not seen that movie in years. So. <laughs> Same. Uh, I had to look up. I, I had to look up that clip of what I was referencing just to type out what they were oh, saying. Oh, is that when they were like watching the VHS? Yes. Yeah. So they were okay. watching themselves and then they had to rewind and then they went a little bit more yeah. forward time. I then, did really yeah. like that scene as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got to rewatch that now. Just, I, I got to rewatch a lot of those, those types of old, yeah. old movies Mel Brooks just to movies. see how well they, they are. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to put, um, I I don't know when this is dropping, probably post Halloween, but we're just, we're dropping, <laughs> we're recording this on in early October. I need to put uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It on my uh, Halloween movie playlist. Oh, what? Wait, I've, I've never seen this movie. What is this? That is, um, I think it's Mel Brooks' final film he made in like the 90s. Uh, okay. But it uh, stars, have you ever seen like Airplane or the Naked Gun movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That older guy with the white hair who's in the star of all those movies. He plays Dracula. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the... I know exactly who you're talking about. I cannot remember. Yep. The someone actor. out there is like screaming at their <laughs> headphones or their car stereo as we don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Also, fun fact, not his last film. Uh-huh. Um, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. He, I think he wrote it. Yes, buddy. That was a Mel Brooks film. Yeah. Yes, that is... Uh, I might have to cut all this out. Uh, oh, I no. saw a TikTok. <laughs> I saw a TikTok uh-huh. about someone watching Pause of Fury. Uh, and he's like, it's not a good movie, but it is a beat by beat remake of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> it's a dog, okay, a ninja I... dog who comes into a cat town and they have the same jokes and stuff like that. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. Okay. I I haven't seen the film, but that's what I had heard. That I'm I'm wondering if like did they just did, did someone else just think of the idea and then write it and they're like well like, sh- should we just give mel brooks like a writing credit or something and i i don't know that's a theory no idea but uh, yeah. uh again another tangent uh as okay. this episode is already running long okay, <laughs> um i'm sorry listeners. there was a, i was listening to a podcast about star trek i'm trying to remember what episode they were talking about and I can't remember it, but there was an episode of the original series where this guy wrote it and it was really good. And he was like, uh, someone came to him like, this is a lot like another, um, a, a short story I read. And the guy realized like, oh God, he read that short story and he just like took it beat for beat from that short story. Um, I want to say it's Squire of Gothos. Is like the the proto Q episode, but either way, um, so they bought the rights to that story, uh, before they made the, the episode, or before they released oh. the episode, or something like that. Oh, okay, that's good. You got to at least do the right thing. Like, I mean, that's exactly. that's gonna suck, right? Like, it was it was a genuine mistake. Yep. Uh, for him, um, because I, I heard that was a thing Robin Williams did. Like he he just had a fund of money that he would just give to other stand-up comedians like listen i just found out i stole your jokes i'm very sorry i yeah. won't say it again here's a bunch of money yep mostly because like his a lot of his stuff was like stream of consciousness and like if he heard something <laughs> he wasn't thinking yeah. about where it came from yeah exactly all right dude 
Guy in the chair. We need to move on. <laughs> oh no, villains. Villains, we need to move villains. on. Mm-hmm. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Who's been I really liked those two military personnel. They were friendly pe- people. <laughs> they were. Uh, yeah. The lady was. The guy, less so. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, General Hale murders them. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and then she wants to capture Robin and use her as a weapon. Because they need a weapon. Did she say we need weapons against S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, I th- might have or missed just... that, but... She does say we need to use her as a weapon, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't remember if she said who they're using weapon against. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'm sure we'll find out soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, good thing villains was short because we went on a tangent for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Die in the chair. Die in the chair. Yep. Die in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? (laughs) It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Enoch loves coconut water. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only flavor he can taste. Is it okay? I have That's no idea. I'm just terrible, making it up, but it could be. I I don't like coconuts. Oh so, yeah, same. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, but if it's between that and nothing for all for the last thirty thousand years, I'm gonna go with nothing. Yeah, I'm uh, sure he cycles. He goes back and forth between coconut water and water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a space robot. Does he even need water, or does he just shoot like? We saw him in the first episode of the season. He swims and he takes a shower. He obviously can feel sensation. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. Does he? Or throw maybe his... he's just going through the motions to uh, feel like what it's like to be a human. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, my Gotta question is: does, yeah. yeah, does he throw the skin into the washing machine? Uh, no, dry clean only. Oh, okay, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His um, house has its own dry cleaners in the back. Makes sense. I think dry cleaning is a scam. Uh, I don't think it's possible to clean something without water. That's a lie. I don't really think it's a scam. I just don't understand it. <laughs> Same. I, yeah. If we have any dry cleaners out there, or from way back, people who edit the previously ons listening to our podcast please get in touch we're curious yes we are um yeah so they're from uh the constellation of cygnus uh planet of robots um yeah and they can only there he's here to to like observe as an anthropologist but can only interfere for an extinction level event 
I have theories about the Chromicons I'm going to get into at 12% of the plan. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll wait. And then, um, I have, we already talked about Robin, so. Yeah, I didn't have anything else to say, either for Enoch, either. Like, I just, yeah. They're there, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, 12% of the plan. Mm-hmm. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% with credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Um, who do you think, Al? If you remember, don't tell me. Who opened the monolith from the other side? Because it can only be opened from that side. Um, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Who do you think opened it? Hmm. Um, if I were to... Oh, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Okay. Um, so I won't say... Um, I'm going to say it's uh, love, uh, Thor's adopted daughter. Oh yeah, well, great way to, way to ruin it, Tony. All right, yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, I think I think I might know who it is, or at least close. But that that is definitely a spoiler, so okay. I, I will hold off on that. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's my Chronicom theory. Okay. I think they are Eternals Mark One. Ooh, I think because uh, Eternal, I went into Eternals and looked up when they showed up. They showed up five thousand years ago. Okay, uh, they are both space robots, although Eternals do seem more advanced. Uh, mm-hmm. Chronicoms can only interfere if it's preventing an extinction level event, uh, probably because the Celestials need. Uh, sentience um, creatures to hatch from their earth eggs. I think that they were the first batch and then they weren't as successful because they weren't interfering as much and helping them as long. So the second batch were the Eternals who showed up thousands of years later. Okay. That's possible. But I doubt it. I don't know. There could be more than one robot species. I had this complaint. I was watching uh, the Orville recently, and there's like a uh, one of the crew is a a, a robot from a mm-hmm. planet of uh, robots. They're artificial intelligence. And I kept thinking that that can't be the only artificial intelligence being in the universe. If if one exists, there could be more. Why don't yeah. we ever see those? So uh, anyway, back to this. Like there could just be more. There could be, but wouldn't it be more interesting if they were proto Eternals? <laughs> yes, I agree with that statement. So I would want it to be yes. To but, my memory, we'll mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry. To my memory, there's nothing contradicting that. Although I don't remember season, uh, future seasons super clearly, so they might contradict <laughs> it. But this is what I'm looking out for as we go out forward. <laughs> yeah, there is one thing I'm thinking of that might be a contradiction, but I don't, I don't really know. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Maybe that is a thing that we will find out uh, in uh, the sequel to the Eternals. Eternals yep. 2. Even return, more Eternal. No, Eternals 2, the return of Enoch. Ah, there we go. 
And everyone's like, who's Enoch? And like, watch seven seasons of the show and you'll find out eventually. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for that. That's going to happen eventually. They're going to bring something in. They're going to be like, well, you got to watch all this other stuff that we've created. Oh, yeah. I which... mean, they're making three seasons, like, possibly three seasons of Daredevil you might have to watch. <laughs> That's true. Mm hmm. I doubt it uh, as much as I hate that I have to doubt it. Yep. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, do you have anything for 12%? Uh, I do have one thing, um, and it's a small one. Uh, it hasn't, it's been said that the Shieldies are 70 years in the future, but they never said the exact date. So just so we all know, uh, the year 2091. Yes, they do say the exact date. Oh. They never asked, mind. <laughs> they ask Enoch where they are, and he says 2091. Earth year 2091. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, in this episode. Yeah, they say. They oh, say okay. Yeah. Um, also, I think Deke said that, well, maybe not the year, but how long ago it was. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, yeah, we knew roughly 70 years, right? But yeah. we didn't know the exact year. So, like, you know, if you don't want to do the math in your head. And, you know, it's not exactly 70 years, so, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit of time. So, yeah. yeah. 74 years. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am stuck in the year 2000, and I always kept thinking they're 90 years in the future, but they're not. Because <laughs> this yeah, was, 20, was 20 years ago. Yeah. God, we're so old. All right. Um, you ready to rate the episode, Al? Yes, I am. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? How many nearly illegible drawings of the future are you going to give this episode? <laughs> um, four. Four nearly illegible drawings of the future and or present. That's true. Uh, or possibly was, past yeah, it, if if those things already happened. Yeah, true. Uh, this was fun. You know, this was... Uh, it, this feels a little bit like, you know, back when Simmons got her one-off episode back mm -hmm. in season two. Uh, this is kind of Earth Fitz's one-off episode by himself. You know, yeah. supporting characters. Uh, I don't know if we ever get another one like this oh uh you know what actually i'll take that back there's something similar in season seven but it's it is it's two characters not one but that's that's about it i think um, i know what you're talking about yeah. also i yep. think that's my yep. favorite episode of season seven but yes if we're thinking it, it is because you and i talked about it before we started recording so uh, it's the episode you're thinking of yes awesome. <laughs> uh but yeah no f fun episode you know very enjoyable bringing back hunter that's great mm -hmm. you know more mcu characters so yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I'll give it a little bit more than you. I'll give it a four point five. I had a lot of fun with this. Fitz is my favorite shieldy. Um, so I'm glad that we got him all fits all the time this episode, especially after not having him for the last four. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's just like it's even though it starts with him in prison and blaming himself for the murders of Radcliffe and um Mace, uh, it was a fun episode. Ferrets, all good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, everyone. Uh, that's it for episode five of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season five. So join us next week when we'll be talking about season five, episode six, 
fun and games. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind. And you can also give us a five star or higher rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Unless you're sailing for spoiler talk. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> post credit scene. Uh, so what, what's your theory about S.H.I.E.L.D. tech and them researching S.H.I.E.L.D. tech, the military? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is something we find out later in this season, in season five. Um, but Hale is a Hydra. So if she's mm-hmm. leading this whatever military base and, and stuff, uh, maybe they're just trying to get as much of the cool, uh, powerful technology from S.H.I.E.L.D. that they, for some reason, yeah. didn't have access to. Um, which is specifically why I thought that they wouldn't care too much about the Icers, because they're more about deadly combat, specifically. Um, I mean, Icers, just from a tactical perspective, I think are better than guns, because they knock someone out immediately in one hit, versus a gun, someone can, you know, still shoot back if they get hit, but that's that's a that's a separate conversation entirely. Uh, it's hmm. just, it's Hydra's MO to be more on the deadly side of things. Well, you did spoil it for me. I completely forgot she was Hydra. Um, oh, I okay. Did you completely forget like the rest of her storyline for the season? I remember her psycho daughter. I didn't. I thought they ah, were just okay. psycho. I forgot that they were Hydra. Uh, ah, remember, because okay. this no psycho daughter is gone by season six, right? Yeah, she's only in this season. Okay, yeah. I don't also have, like, same I, for Hale. They're also only in this season. Oh well, yeah, I remember actually what happens to Hale. I just forgot. Wait, she was trained by Whitehall. I remember. It's all coming back now. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So, thanks for joining us for like forty-five seconds of spoiler discussion. Uh, catch us next time. You already heard the outro, so have a marvelous day. Talk George straight into giving us an encore. Respin you around, replay that sound of your laughing.